<laughs> when I was in college, I applied for this job. I shouldn't have gotten it, but they gave it to me. And they said, my professor said to me, you lacked experience, but you made up for it in enthusiasm. And that's what I'm going to say is my motto for life. Well, does he know that you put your teeth on a clit? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't on the clit. I knew. Okay. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. No. No, no. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Ashley. Um, before you skip by this, uh, I actually, this is kind of an important note up front. Um, because it's it's uh, not great times right now, um, all Patreon uh, funds are going to go to some nonprofits that our guests choose. And for this episode, if you sign up, your donation will go towards Howard Brown Health, which is an LGBT. <laughs> LGBTQ uh, health center in Chicago. It's super cool. Um, go and check it out. And um, that was cho- chosen by our guest, Dita Ritz. Dita is a drag queen as seen on RuPaul's Drag Race. You can find her work on Instagram at Dita Swag and on Twitter at The Real Dita Swag. And her show on YouTube just launched. It's called uh, Queer Table, and the link to that is in the description. And I hope you go and check it out. Such a fun, amazing episode. I'm really, I'm really, really proud of this one. And it's kind of special to me. And the second piece of this is uh, the audio quality. We, we kind of got fucked by our streaming service. Um, just uh, bear with me because it is such a great, great episode. Um, hang in there, guys. Yeah, so... I am um, uh, an idiot, which is often – so let me tell you about we're having gay sex. Let me tell you what we're doing here. Um, I sort of play the dumb elder elder gay here. Um, and you play it well, baby. Thank you so much. You play it well. <laughs> we, uh, we go round table. We talk about the gay sex that we had that week or just any gay sex story that you want to share or you don't uh-huh. have to share at all. Um and then we, it's it's very conversational. Our okay. listeners. Well, I'm, I, I am. I'm going to say the disclaimer real quick. I don't have as um as flashy of as a sex life like as as uh, as having the most. I mean, I do have good sex with my boyfriend. I will say, but I don't have the most uh, flashiest sex life. But I definitely have stories. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, like, I think I think that's also something that like we have straight listeners too, and I I know that like they're probably like, wow a drag queen. I wonder what that sex is like. And so yeah. it's perfectly fine to come back with like pretty vanilla actually. <laughs> right. They think it's like Barnum and Bailey or something. Truly. <laughs> it's like, you know, they're going to be elephants and tigers running out of the bathroom and snake charmers <laughs> and gerbils. <laughs> gerbils. I would love to know how gerbils would be used in sex if they were. I've heard like, I've heard stories about where people have uh, like ER stories where like, gerbils are a common thing found when people i just put them up their butt like they have a tube and it's part of a sexual thing they like put they put a gerbil up there and i don't really know what the sexual thing is i don't know what it's like what what, what where that makes you say ooh, ah, that make me say ooh, ah, girl but that's like a sexual thing apparently I just, that's like a really big thing i have some follow-up um wow. and i know you're not a representative of the gerbil sex yeah, so yeah, community. Well, it was very well at first thing gerbils in the ass yes um they put the gerbils in a tube and then- <laughs> yeah well because it's like the tube like the tube this is what i assume the tube goes in your like your anus and so i'm assuming that the tube is used to like you've had you've had some work to expand the space so that the gerbil can like go in and like yeah crawls right through and then as if it were an actual like gerbil city you know what i'm talking like hamster tubes and 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 shit like that it runs around in what not runs I'm, around i'm guessing that's what they think but yeah, right that's what they yeah, think I is think gonna happen and then the gerbil finds out very quick that he's like stuck in a stock basically right oh. right the poor <laughs> gerbil um that yeah i don't want to yuck anyone's yum but this is uh this is a lot we have to remember (laughs) that the gerbil can't give consent because the gerbil doesn't know what consent is really so right uh, yeah right well the gerbil is just existing um (laughs) wow i don't know how we top 
uh what just happened here but i'm so that's a terrible i'm (laughs) um gerbil listeners if you're listening gerbil listeners um uh beep i don't what sounds do gerbils make what (laughs) no (laughs) no gerbils were harmed in this conversation we have to use it as examples we're not gonna have like a example shot or anything like that so yeah Thank you for, for clarifying that. Um, but anyway, so yes, no uh, we start every episode by doing like our identifiers. Um, I am Ashley Gavin. I am a cis gay white woman. My pronouns are she, her. And um, I'm so happy to be laughing right now. I just want to say I'm yes. I just even two seconds ago, I was tired. And like, am I even going to be able to have fun? And then we started talking about gerbils and buttholes. And I was like, oh, like human, human joy. You know what I mean? Like, ah. Yeah. (laughs) If you only knew when you were young, if you only knew that that gerbil was going to bring you such excitement. Oh, my God. I'm never going to be able to look at one of those like tube, tube city, tube cities is what I'm thinking about. Tube cities. Gerbils are smaller, too, than hamsters, right? I hope we spend the whole episode talking about this. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think, think gerbils, gerbils are, are like, smaller. Like, yeah, they're smaller yeah. than hamsters are, yeah. But oh, yeah. People, I obviously know. don't know my rodents. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love how you can like work your way up to like big okay, we're done. We're done talking yeah. about this. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, we're good, we're good, we're good. Gara, uh, go. I'm Gara Lanning. Uh I am uh oh my god. I am Who a am person. I? <laughs> I'm like, do this all the time. I go by they, them. I'm a white person. I go by they, them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm pan. I'm pansexual. Um, I am Dita Ritz. Um, I am identify as black. Um, and um, I, I am he, she, they, them, or her. Just do not call me anything disrespectful. And um, yeah, like I just... And you're an incredible I, guest. You were on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Yes, I was on season four of RuPaul's yes. Drag Race. I'm just going to yes. say that, like, right out the gate, that I know really next to nothing about drag. Okay. So okay. I, I am a drag queen fucking... I was raised <laughs> raised Ooh. on RuPaul's Drag Race. I was. You got a PhD uh, in drag. You know the drag. I, you actually maybe a performs. <laughs> Gara performs drag. Yeah, yes. I do. Okay, there we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. You have a PhD in the gag, honey. And the gag reason, the <laughs> <Yes>. groups. Show ain't. <laughs> uh, I'm known for a very good lip sync from the show. <laughs> so that's the one thing I did go and do because I kept being like, do I go and study up on drag in mm-hmm. anticipation of this? Or do I let it just be fresh and talk about it and learn? And I opted for that, but I wanted to see you do drag so i went and i watched i think probably one of the biggest clips because i I just googled it and saw you were in a battle against another drag uh queen named princess i believe yes yes the princess yes dude it was so good i was like i don't know what the dance move is called but when you started like side Shuffling the scoot and boot, they call that the, the fans call that the scoot and boot. That's the what they like to call boot. that. <laughs> Yo, this the fucking scoot and boot. I I am a big fan of the scoot and boot. Um, I thought that, that was, was so great. Scoot, and you're yeah. whipping your wig around. I was like, oh man, goddamn, it's so athletic. That's the thing that I think everybody should know and does know is that it's incredibly athletic. It really should literally be in the Olympics, just like I always say, Vogue should be in the Olympics. Yeah. like we we put our bodies through so much with i mean having to put everything on and then you have to perform and you know some girls are you know i'm a great performer but i also like to stay on my two feet i'm not a i'm not a shawam or a or a, a splits type of gal i can get there if you really if you really get the holy ghost in me but sure. i'm really not that type of i'm really not that type of queen so you know you think about that when you see even like uh you know girls like aja perform or you mm-hmm. see girls like shangela perform where they are sometimes padded and they have on so many layers of things that sometimes right. people wow. understand when you're wearing body and hips like that type of stuff is yeah. like restricting at times so you have to like teach yourself how to resist and and fall out and actually you know do everything so yeah i mean I, it will be an it needs to be in the olympics <laughs> yeah well, wait so also- uh, 
There's like a huge, well, there's like a huge, you know, since it's become more like mainstream, a lot of people have been talking about how uh, they feel like tricks are now like expected of like drag queens. Do you Mm -hmm. have like an opinion? This is crazy on every drag like account I follow. People get into straight up arguments about like tricks when you're lip syncing. Yeah. um, So I personally... I mean, if that's the case, if we're going to say that, then I feel like every drag queen needs to learn how to sew. Every drag queen needs to learn mm-hmm. how to hold her own bags when she walks mm-hmm. into her event. Every drag queen needs to know how learn how to get herself dressed and not have her five minions behind her doing it. We're going to really break it down. Right. Let's break it down. And the yeah. reason why I even say that is because um, it's, you <laughs> yes. know, it's usually those... The, those type, the queens that those fans that say that are, they're the type of fans of the queens who they see with the girls that are walking, you know, with the entourages and nine times out of ten can't really do things themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. I believe a drag queen can the, know how to sew and a lot of drag queens don't know how to sew. That gets underneath yeah. my skin, but you see I don't the go full, there. I don't call the full out. spectrum yeah. of like the, the full, not spectrum, the full uh, process of the craft moving from uh, the actual costume, making the costume, doing the makeup, uh, all of it into the actual performance. You see that behind the scenes stuff that as something that the art, the drag queen or the drag queen king should be doing themselves. Oh yes, I mean that's a big part of I think um, of, of of entertainment. And when you're an entertainer, still having your hand in the process as much as you can. Lady Gaga will still do her makeup and make right. a costume for a music video oh, and a fuck. high production music video at that just because she just doesn't care. She's an artist. And I feel like that's something, in my opinion, that has been lost in the drag yeah. scene. I understand we all we all love Beyonce. We all love Rihanna. We all want to be those divas. We want to do that. But at the same time, there are certain things that, to me, I can't look at you and say you're a real drag queen if I feel like you're not playing like you're not in the game correctly you know what I mean and I feel like there are a lot of girls that I see who don't know how to like literally do their makeup don't know how to style hair don't know how to make a costume don't even know how to make something as simple as a leotard but yet are like loved and adored and put on this pedestal and it's like I I don't understand it because that's not the type of drag I was raised from you work you pay your dues and yes. then, you know, you can, then you can be put on a pedestal. Then you could have, you know, a whole array of people doing stuff for you because you right. didn't really earn that title. And there are girls in the industry that have earned that title to be able to be that untouchable queen. But yes. I just feel like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to win, girl. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. So and just so you know, Dita's, Dita's season is an incredible season of Drag Race. Like, Dita, yes. your season you. is, I watched your season when I was 16 years old, which is so oh. crazy. Like, watching Damn, it, like, in old. Iowa, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't out of the closet. I was, like, with all of my gay friends, we weren't out of the closet and would, like, watch it in secret. Like, it was so crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. Oh, my I, yeah. like, Seriously, though, <laughs> like, the, Seriously. the reason that I know, and I, I, I clearly don't know anything. This is not art that I've consumed <laughs> so much yet, and I am I need to, obviously. But, but one of the reasons I knew that I needed to was because when I went on tour, I would tour, do these comedy shows in these very rural areas. And a lot of the kids who showed up to my comedy show, not all of them, because it was just like a regular comedy show, but a number of them were gay because they found out the comedian was gay. And when mm-hmm. I tell you that at every single show, every single one, and I've been doing this since 2015, Every single one was like, do you watch Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race? Every single one. These yeah. kids are 18 mm-hmm. years old. And I was just like, no, but obviously. And we're talking in the middle of fucking nowhere, Pennsylvania. The middle yeah. of fucking nowhere, upstate that's New York. Where the, that's where the like core of, in my opinion, the fan base really is. is in like very small towns. Because whenever yeah. I've done small town gigs, they, I mean, you go, to, you go do a gig at New York, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll fill up the place. But, you know, there's like, you know, there's like still a part of like the, the dodo, they won't be happy with ticket sales. Yeah. Whereas I'll go to a really small town somewhere and I usually pack the place out because they just are so They're coming like, in from hours away too. Um, so you're making a huge impact on the youth. Oh, thank nice. you. Well, I want to, so this is actually, I'm thinking about, you're making me think about young people. Um, and I, I just, just with everything going on, I was like, I really hope we can find in this episode, find a way to get to 
some joy for this episode. I think I'm going to share the first time that I ever had gay sex. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to jump. So uh, we just jump right into it. Let me back up to the beginning. The first day, the, the pinnacle moment that I should have realized I was gay. I was 13. And my school at the end of every year, and for me, it was the end of seventh grade. Um, we had like this like fancy day where you're supposed to look dressed up and like you do this whole graduation ceremony, blah, 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 every year. And um, I I had this friend and I'm I'm struggling to come up with a fake name. Throw throw a <laughs> throw a what's a, a name for like a like a sexy librarian. What what would you name like a she's like she was like super studious and like kind of a kind of a hard ass. Uh, uh, Colby. Mm. Ismeralda. Colby? Ismeralda. <laughs> I like Ismeralda. 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 <laughs> Ismeralda. Izzy is what I called her. Izzy. Izzy. Izzy Ismeralda. Uh, so it's the end of the year, and Izzy is my friend. You know what I mean? I haven't really thought much about her, but then she came into school. She curled her hair, and she had on this red sweater. And I swear to God, I saw her from down the hallway and it was just like <laughs> slow motion, like her hair, like blowing. And I just remember being like, oh, I love her. <laughs> like, I love her. And um, the next year in eighth grade, I just spent the entire fucking year trying to make her love me. You know, I was just like, I was it true puppy love like you see in like the common like the more heterosexual like tropes about young love like I bought her I bought her things I would buy her oh snacks <laughs> after school um and everybody knew that I loved her but I was like no, I, I'm not fucking gay you know what I mean like I was yeah. like that kind of thing and um we like flirted a lot. She would like sit in my lap and like all these things but like nothing ever happened and she mm. wasn't gay she's still not gay um uh mm -hmm. but uh, just true to my track record i have i sleep with a lot of straight girls <laughs> and i like bought her like uh for valentine's day i bought her like this giant hershey's chocolate kiss and like put it in her locker i was just trying wow so... you were you were really simp. do you know what simp is do you know what being a simp means everyone calls me a simp online really <laughs> No, they don't. Yeah, they call me a simp for Jen, the girl Ashley. that I'm seeing right now. Oh. oh no! That is you so really romantic. I'm leaving the chocolates in the locker. That like that like that was timestamp right there for me. That was a timestamp moment. Um, thank you. I I try. I am a softy. I, I think I come across as very yeah, but I'm a real softy when it comes to girls. Mm -hmm. I think. But anyway, so. Like a full year of that, basically. We have a sleepover. And just if you're a straight <gasps> listener, if you're a straight listener, and tell yeah. me if this is true. Sleepovers for you too. are where girls all get together and then we all um kinda hook up. <laughs> you know, well, like gay. a pillow fight. <laughs> a little nipple pinch here. <laughs> a little booty grab somewhere. You know, things happen. <laughs> um does that happen? do it while you're young does that happen <laughs> with boy sleepovers did you have boy sleepovers where like gay shit would happen um so a lot a lot of gay shit didn't happen <laughs> a lot of gay shit a lot of um gay shit did not happen when um i would do my sleepovers because you know i come from like a religious family so oh. it was like if, if you you know mm -hmm. usually you did judge our outside of the boy group because you didn't want to get caught up in no situation mm -hmm. you know being in a religious family so you had to do your dirt kind of outside of the of the group but luckily i went to a public school and i had there were boys in there that i knew had 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 things for me because i heard rumors um and stuff like that and it's funny actually one of the boys who used to always rag on me by the time he became a senior and I think I was a sophomore. Him and I were like somewhat cool. And then he messaged me after he saw me on RuPaul's Drag Race <gasps> and was just like, he, he had basically like messaged me and told me like, you know, I had a thing for you when I was in high school. And I just, yeah, oh, I think that that that's what it was. And I best. didn't realize it. And he was like, and I'm just looking at you now, like you lived your truth and da, 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 and I'm so proud of you. And you're oh. showing me how to live my truth. And oh, he has not wow. a partner, but he was like in the army and everything. It was crazy. It was crazy. Whoa. But 
I've had like situations like that where not even with every situation like that, but even like where there were guys who always gave me a hard time and they even, um, you know, knew what I was going to be like. Even some of them were like, I always saw you as being somebody who was going to be in the public eye. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe I was doing that just to get your your skin to be thick. Like I would have never done nothing to you or I'm sorry I did those things to you. Like, you know, that's probably the best, uh, the best thing to say. Sorry. Rather than being like, uh, I did it to thicken your skin. Like that's yeah, a weird. I, I had no. I had. Say. I had like a. I yeah. had a friend. I had a friend. He was a friend when I was in middle school, and he told me that he was like, "I knew you were gonna be gay." And he was like, "I just wanted you to have tough skin." That's all. And I was just like, "Okay, yeah." No, like whatever. No, I just kind of like let no. it go. What? No. Yeah. No. Jesus Christ. I should say his name. No. I should say his name. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can bleep it if you want to just vent your frustration. <laughs> His name is Jeffrey. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yo, fuck Jeffrey. Okay. If you oh, want me okay. to bleep it, I'll bleep it. Although there's a no, lot of Jeffreys out there. There are, but you know, I'm from Lansing, Michigan. They have narrowed it down quick, honey. They, 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 Whoa. I'm from Lansing, Michigan. I'm from a small, like, town. This Lansing, Michigan cornfield. I live right up the street. My my childhood home is right up the street from a cemetery. It's not a lot to do. It's very quiet. <laughs> you could beat up very Jeffrey, quiet. though. <laughs> oh, I can beat up Jeffrey. Jeffrey probably still in there. <laughs> Jeffrey! <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So sleepovers. So I'd have her over a lot for sleepovers. And then I just rem- Oh, my God. This is going to be a long story if I don't. I'm going to do the first kiss, and then I'm going to jump to the first sex. The f- Cool. F- like, we, like, would mess around and, like, not kiss, but, like, like I would kiss her like neck and stuff like that. And like, just like everything, but I don't know if you ever had like a partner like that when you were young who like didn't want to be gay and like was clearly having feelings and like somehow sure, kissing. Sure. They say kiss the neck. Yeah. Somehow kissing yeah. made it like mouth kissing <laughs> made it official. It kind of actually, now that I'm thinking about it, kind of reminds me of like Mormons or like really religious people who like have anal sex and are like, but it's not really sex. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're so amazing. It's like you're having your, you're getting a hickey from another girl. Like you're, this is gay. That's pretty gay. Yeah. I was just sitting over here laughing like that is gay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it just speaks to denial. Yeah. Like the denial oh. is so real. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I mean, like, me and my friends used to even, like, come up with, like, elaborate backstories where we'd be, like, dating each other and, like, this, would like, pretend game would carry out, like, over, like, weeks at a time. And then you're just like, am I in a relationship right now? Like, what is going on? Like, we're playing Little Orphan Annie, but, like, we're all, you know, like, together and it's like, oh, Wait, no. what? Okay, we're, Gara, please tell that story. Yeah, tuck it, tuck it away. We'll, we'll get oh, put a pin in it some other time. There you go, I can tuck away. I remember um, my, uh, oh God, Greer. Well, she doesn't listen. My sister, we shared a room and we had. Oh no. We had. Oh no. Don't worry. It's not that bad. There were two sets of bunk beds and my sister was uh-huh. on the bottom bunk on her side and I was on the top bunk with, with, with mm-hmm. Ismerelda on my side. And it's like, <laughs> I forgot. we're silent. Love we're just name. like silent. We're silent. But, like, it's, like, hot and heavy. And I already kissed a boy for the first time at this point, And only one boy. And, God, that was gross. Um, but uh, I finally just asked. I just was like, can I kiss you? And she said yes. And the stark difference between – this is so obvious. Yeah. But, like – Yeah. I know what you're getting to, yeah. The, the, just the best <laughs> kiss – have, like I yeah. couldn't have even fathomed how good a kiss could yeah. be after kissing this dude. Oh, you were gay. I was gay. <laughs> That's the thing. You, you wanted gay. another kiss, and you wanted another kiss, and you wanted another kiss. Yeah, exactly. And to this day, I remember what pajamas I was wearing. These waffly kind of flannel lipstick print pajamas, because oh my god, I remember having gone into the bathroom because I was soaked. I was soaked from kissing this girl. What? Yeah. You're you're like Henley pants. <laughs> That's what you're saying by waffly. You're saying you're like long yeah. john pants. Soaked. With no underwear on. No <laughs> underwear. Soaked. Soaked. 
sick. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. Um, but then, so then we like dated. <laughs> we like dated in secret, and mm-hmm. literally everybody on the fucking planet knew. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, but we dated in quote unquote secret for like a few months. She broke up with me. I was heart yeah. broken. But then we got back together the next year. We had another sleepover. And at that point in freshman year, we were like, were we touching each other in eighth grade? I think we were. I think we were doing some finger stuff. Nothing effective. You know what I mean? Like nothing like no, no one was coming. Yeah, it just was... made your fucking long john soaked as fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're okay. like nothing effective, but I was wet. Clear, clear <laughs> in oh, your I, I did not get fingered in that bunk bed that night. Oh, I'm just God. imagine you like squish squashing to the bathroom, like I remember thinking like I just I just remember thinking like I had learned in sex ed about like lubrication but like i was just i remember being like this feels excessive yeah you're like you're like i don't need that like something is not i don't get this feeling all the time but i'm not mad about it yeah right exactly exactly i think all that pent-up gay juice inside of me um but then we had a sleep but we got back together and we had been kind of messing around and um in a lot of in a lot of ways but then I think she I think she knew that I was just down for anything at any point at any time. And she said, like, do you you know, do you want to go down on me? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, I, thank you so much. <laughs> Excitement. Wow. This is why you're a simp. This is this is the first time you were ever a simp. And I understand why you are the way what do you, you mean? are now. Ashley, Dita, just so you know, Ashley's like whole thing is she's like uh like a pleasure. Like she really gets off of pleasing other people. Mm. And so this whole this is like makes uh-huh. so much sense. Yeah, so she she said, Will you go down on me? And I was like, I would very much like that, yes. And um here's I'm embarrassed to say this even though I was 15 and I had never had any kind of lesbian sex ed or any kind of teaching and here's how bad I was at gay sex so I'm I'm uh I'm going I go I get down there I'm so stoked and I'm literally thinking what are the mechanics of this like where (laughs) How do I actually use the muscles in my neck and mouth and jaw to actually like do this? Like I had, I realized I had been wanting this moment so badly. And then I realized, oh, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Like zero idea. So I was like, okay, do I just like hold my mouth open? And I was like, no, I'm going to get tired. Have you seen anything? Had you watched like anything? Zero. On the- nothing. I hadn't wow, seen you were nothing. going in. Blind, yeah. Totally blind. And it was dark. And it was a sleepover and, sure. and I couldn't make any noise. And uh, so I, um, and uh, Greer's, my, my sister is not here. <laughs> this is a different time. <laughs> so we're, we're alone. So um, I just decided, and I'm so embarrassed to say this. This is the most embarrassing thing about me. I just decided that rather than like keeping my mouth open and like putting my lips like around her quit basically i was like i'm gonna rest my top teeth (laughs) (laughs) whatever teeth are involved in that situation i already know that i can't be like good and i learned (laughs) i learned immediately that this was not the correct technique i just like rested my top teeth like above you know what i mean and kind of just let the rest of my face fall into her (laughs) clit and just lick from there and i think i don't know how long it actually lasted <laughs> i don't know how if, long it actually if someone lasted. was doing this to me i would have grabbed your hair and like, just stood you up and have been like no <laughs> i even know that Ooh. and i and i would have been like oh okay oh. um cool um but yeah and then i just started licking and 
she did not come and she went down on me and used much more appropriate technique to my memory and I did not come and but I do remember we were both so happy I was so happy (laughs) it was just like I cannot think of a better first sex story every first sex story I ever hear is like painful and like awkward and mine I'm so grateful to Ismerelda and <laughs> that I found her house in the woods and that she put me under her love spell. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but I just, it was, I just remember just being so, I was, I had never been happy like that in my whole life. And it was just like such a great experience. And I just, that, I think that was like the first time I felt like such joy in being gay. Like I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, yeah. I love this. <laughs> um, so that's my that's my gay sex story this wow, week. Wow, that was so pure. <laughs> Thank you. Besides the wet flannel. Yeah, the wet the flannel wet. thing does. It, it does have me um, not wanting to ever wear long johns again. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dita or Gara, who wants to jump in? You can go, Dita. Um, okay, so my... Oh my God, they, I've smoked so much weed, I've forgotten about these moments, I feel like. Um, <laughs> so my first like time, I guess, where like I felt like I could really say uh, gay sex is aw- awesome, I was, I was probably like 19 years old. I had just moved here to the city and I started seeing this guy. I met him very much on the gay.com, very those type of vibes. You know, the grinders weren't around, mm-hmm. the... The scruffs what's, were not in existence. What's gay.com? Gay.com was like literally an online chat kind of situation. And everybody, pretty much everyone around you had a profile. It was a very, it was a very big thing. And like Whoa. every gay had a profile. It was I'm a, everybody. like gay friendster. It very that. Everyone had profiles and there were, you know, what pictures that you could unlock for certain people. I, I knew you, know? you were going to say, what the hell is friendster? I knew but you were going to say friendster. it. It really was. It was just okay, like friendster. Okay. Friendster was Facebook. Before Facebook, what's and, Facebook? And every <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, only, who knows now, right? The thing my mom uses. <laughs> it was better than Facebook. Friendster was like cool. Cool. Yes, no, Friendster was super cool, and you just—I mean, it would be like you would literally be like on—it was a group chat, or you could have private chats with people, and then you know you'd always be like, "Oh, hey, you're going to the one local bar this weekend? Okay, I'll see you there. Let's have a drink." And, that's how you really met people, especially oh, within so my hometown. Like, so it wasn't like Grinder at all, which I get the impression that it's like fuck time every time you open. There, it. It oh, was... there, oh, there was there was grind. There were definitely moments where it was fuck time. I'm sure, like <laughs> most definitely, there were there there. It's not, but it wasn't as such a like it wasn't on people's phones because the people's cell phones didn't have apps at the time. So it was like something you had to be on the computer to sit down. You know, and like, you know, you would click and log into a chat room. There was none of the, the, like, um, iPhones weren't, I don't even think we're invented at that point. So um, it was just very like this, this, this way of communicating with other gays. And so I met this guy who lived here in Chicago and I, I was really lucky because like, I have always hung out with people who were like at least one year older than me. So like all of my gay good friends were literally talking about, everything under the sun when it came to sex like literally literally discussing different types of pornos that they watched where oh my god this scene was hot and me and my man are going to try that or me and this dude are going to try that what you know how what's the best way to douche like like everything we had <laughs> we just had so much what is the best way to douche with hot water oh so it's just like super it's very simple uh sorry i'm sorry i've never douched um no i mean i just would think with like the warmer the better because i've heard that the warm water kind of irritates your stomach and it gets everything out and and cold water is just kind of like you know what cold water does like when you're cleaning something you use hot water so that's just really what it is you're just basically like cleaning your pipes i'm taking notes (laughs) no pun intended whenever i clean my pipes whenever i clean my pipes here at home in my kitchen i always use drano and then i pour scalding hot water down to the to the listener who might not be um uh intellectually equipped please don't put drano up your butt um please don't do that (laughs) yeah don't do that (laughs) listen normally i wouldn't say that 
but the president told people to drink bleach and they did it. So right. yeah, he sure did, honey. It called it a disinfectant at that, honey, instead of a cure. <laughs> Lord, I can't even talk about that, man. Um, so I was already kind of really well adverse about like just topics of sex. And so I remember like the first time me and this guy like really hooked up and went all the way. I was living because I just was prepared. Like, so my situation wasn't necessarily like a even like bad situation because I just knew what to do. I don't know. It was, I was a pro. That the, the opposite of me resting my teeth yeah. on this poor girl's mound. I had did all the research. I had asked all the questions, and you know, I had, like I knew. So I was like, I know what to do. When people go into battle, like you know, you know what you're up against. You know, Listen. or like when people are yeah. gonna like play like a team in a sporting event, like you study up on that other team. Like you can't go absolutely. In like <laughs> Who just goes to Jeopardy and doesn't do any research first? You're right. <laughs> when I was in college, I applied for this job that I was de- I was the youngest. I shouldn't have gotten it, but they gave it to me. And they said, my professor said to me, "You lacked experience, but you made up for it in enthusiasm." And that's what I'm gonna say is my motto for life. Well, hey. <laughs> well, does he know that you put your teeth on a clit? <laughs> wasn't on the clit. I knew. Okay, let me clarify. Let me clarify. No, no, no. no. I didn't. I didn't. You're just like I, gnawing on it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I did not put my teeth on her clit. I put it on above on the mound where her pubic bone i'm not uh, saying it's okay it. or excusable so you, you were like had your full mouth, mouth just open. like, like yeah. sucking just like full just ah, like got like the it. whole thing got it like a like a vacuum cleaner just draped <laughs> right you know when they put yeah. an apple an apple in a dead pig's mouth that was me <laughs> oh and oh my god it's a mouthful i unhinged my jaw um i'm so sorry to have interrupted you for that violent act <laughs> that we just described. Uh, um, but no, that was uh, that was the really the experience, and I remember just thinking I was happy that I was so prepared. Like that was I remember, oh. like I was like because I had heard kind of crazy stories from friends of mine, and like had really heard bad stories, and then like heard like you know even more bad stories. So it was like I was really happy to know like oh okay I was really prepared. And I think that also helped me have fun. Yeah. Were butts involved? Oh, butts were definitely involved. That's what I was going to say. You need that preparation because when butts sure, are involved, sure. you know what I mean? Sure. You, need yeah. to be pre- you need to when be prepared. When butts are involved. <laughs> when butts are yeah, involved, you need to be prepared. <laughs> so I am all for, like, when butts are involved, are a lot like when you are, I don't know, playing a game. It's like Candyland. You know, there when you, you play Candyland, you do not want to have a situation that you have to go back a step or right. you just want right. to get some doubles or you want to land on the bridge that can take you on the other side of the wow. trail. Like, Your Candyland knowledge wanna... is very impressive. <laughs> yeah, you know I love a lot candy about Candyland. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> Candyland and the Monopoly are my two favorite board games. This I love them. This is the most that. wholesome conversation about butt sex that I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Butt sex is like candy. But no, and that's what I even tell, like, my, um, like, even the younger gays who, like, you know, ask who mentor I mentor, they call me for advice, and they have asked me those things before, and I've said, I'm just telling them honestly, I'm like, look, if you, if butts are involved, just make sure y'all, like, uh, my sister Jasmine Master says, Make sure your water is clean. <laughs> is your water clean? Is your water clean? Is that's all you gotta make sure? Make sure your water is clean, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to think of a Brita filter joke. Um, but uh, <laughs> lol, don't even bring up Brita filter. What? Why? A uh, drag queen. Never mind. <laughs> there's a drag. <laughs> that's a, she's a drag queen. There's a drag queen named Brita filter. There is. There's a drag queen from New York City. She was just on uh, season twelve this past season um, of RuPaul's Drag Race, Truly. and yes, yeah, her name is. They call her Brita on the show, but she right. is Brita filter. She was quite a controversial queen. I personally think she got a little too hard. Mm-hmm. But uh, but also the drag race fandom—that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, I guess, right? oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope it's I don't just out stumble into some. I hope I don't get some hate mail now because no. I invoked oh, no. Brita Filter's name. No, you could have said something way worse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, as far as controversy of this last season goes, uh, she's really she's not the oh Sherry Pie was completely yeah. edited out of the whole season. Yeah, Seriously. because of her whole the whole catfishing situation that she went through, and the, the show just didn't want to be held reliable. What the fuck is this show? Why am I even watching CNN? Like this just yeah. feels like I need to get my news from RuPaul's drag race <laughs> it was it was crazy it was like they just like you know they had the whole situation with sherry pie from season 12 and then and then also rupaul announced that he uh sports fracking which was another huge thing that wait, came yeah mm-hmm. wait not to bring it back to butt sex but when he says <laughs> fracking he doesn't mean <laughs> no he means he sells his land to oil companies <laughs> um no wait really i don't yeah. want to i yeah. want to get back to gay sex but i, I want to yeah. understand why it. rupaul is right exactly um i want to understand fracking just seems like listen if you live in a shale town in pennsylvania and you're 65 and this is your retirement plan i understand why you support fracking i don't agree with you but and i think we have to be conscious of those people and make sure that they get jobs if we get rid of fracking i love that if you ran for mayor you'd be like a gay mayor for the straight people. You'd I like, am Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> Do you, you are Pete Buttigieg. Oh my I God, am Pete you Buttigieg. Are, yeah. You are And Pete I don't Buttigieg. like saying that because I'm afraid people are going to, um, gay people will uh, want to murder me because I, I don't think that there's a straight person that people, that gay people hate more than Pete Buttigieg. That was really funny. That was really fucking funny. Thank you. I, you're that. welcome. But coming back to fracking, why on earth would he just come out and be like, I like fracking? Like, I don't understand. He he didn't say, like, I like fl- fracking. He was on Fresh Air with Terry Gross. And he owns 60,000 Lakers a month. Lakers. Acres. He in owns, Montana. He bought basketball <laughs> he players. Transported them to Montana. <laughs> he, he owns 60,000 acres. And she was like, what do you do with all of that? And he goes, oh, oil companies uh rent it out and you sell it to oil companies uh so Mm -hmm. yeah so it's money it's just money it's money yeah i mean i have always said this and i have to i just whenever it's really difficult for me even when it is being a drag race girl we don't want to put you on the spot our opinions are on the spot yeah it doesn't put me on the spot like that i i say that a lot of times when because when people ask these questions like oh well why is Rude do this or writers rude do that. I don't always like agree with the things that he maybe says or does, right. but I always say I completely understand it. I mean, being black and working in entertainment and understanding like what the opportunities are and how they yeah. they're not always given to people of color. Um, hence what's going on right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, I understand to some degree the type of gay man he is and I respect it because, um, you know, he made this infamous quote about how he said that when he was, uh, when he realized he was so broke, he said that was the last time that he was ever going to feel that way. Yeah. And I completely understand what that means when you are really just wanting to do your craft and your art form and you just want to have security, you know? So we, I, I can't always agree with the stuff that he says and does, but I can all, I can say that I understand where it all comes from. So you hear that one white Republican listener? We endorse yeah. fracking on the podcast. <laughs> yes, no. Yes, no, we don't. We totally don't. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry if we put you on the spot there. I don't mean to. Oh, no, uh, no, no. It's fine. I've been, uh, trust me, I've been asked way worse questions <laughs> than that about RuPaul. And, I no, I get what you're saying. Kind of the same way, you know. I always, I always kind of answer them the same way as where I get it because you know, just when you're black in entertainment, they make you feel like, uh, especially at someone's RuPaul's level, uh, they make you feel like you, like boy, you should be lucky. Very much right, like that. They right, say it to you. Right. They don't even. Yeah. They and say it's like, just like that. Fuck you! Right. I'm gonna get the oil money, and the oil right. money is yeah. more than you could ever dream of. Right, exactly. Right. And so it's, right. it's just very, it's very bad. And um, I I think that he has had to deal with a lot of stuff that he probably will never say until maybe he passes and is written in his last living book or whatever. But yeah. I feel like um, I can, I can just probably bet there's a lot of things that he's dealt with working in mainstream Hollywood, no, you're, having you're to totally be a right. drag queen, being black, being, being tall, 
probably being seen as something, you know, he always talks about why he goes to, he goes like wearing a suit because he says that's the only way people will pay attention to him is if he's wearing a suit. So, well, uh, moving from oil springs back to gay sex. Um, (laughs) yes. Gara, uh, did you have, you want to talk about, your little orphan Annie shit, or did no, you have I'm other not gay talk sex? About that, but I, I do want to talk about my first time because I feel like we all kind of did. So I'm just going to follow suit. Um, but I, so my first time having gay sex was I, I probably came out to myself, but like I was very religious. So it was like coming out and then just being like, oh my God, like, no, no, no. Like it's like coming out and then shame and then coming out and then shame. Um, I probably came out to myself when I was like, maybe like 13 or 14. And um, when I was uh, probably like 17 years old, I, there were like no gay girls in my school. There was like one gay girl, um, yeah, and <laughs> I feel like listeners now have like gay cliques at their schools, and oh, I just totally. want to say no one was gay. At, there were by the oh, end. can I say this really quickly? The of kids course. are out and proud in school. Yeah, they yeah. are. The gay cliques is so serious. Like it's they don't very serious. It's so yeah. it's fierce to me. I was in some type of seeing it. Like the bo- yeah. like all of the like. Oh my god, yeah, no. It was truly yeah. unfathomable when I was a kid. I wasn't even out to myself. I really thought I was going to, I'm the gayest fucking person on the planet. And I really thought, I really thought, oh, I'm going to, there's going to be a guy. I'm just bi and I'll just like pick men. Like that's what I thought was going to happen. So stupid. Right. Anyway. Which is actually what happened to me. So, uh, <laughs> hey, it happens. <laughs> oh, thank um, God. Maybe, maybe I still have a chance. But I, I, <laughs> yes, I want to be clear. I'm from like a very small town in Iowa. So I, I didn't really have like, my school was like supportive on the surface, but like no one was out. It was like kind of like, you know, frowned down upon. Nobody talked about it. And there was only one girl who was out in my school. And I remember, uh, like literally I just like I was so obsessed with her I just thought it was like god I just I just want her to notice me so fucking badly what was she like Gara what was she like she was mean she was really mean (laughs) (laughs) really really mean and I do not mind saying this she was so mean all of the kids who were gay in my school closeted were the meanest kids in school the, like, well, they have trauma. They're like, yes, <laughs> yes. Always, it's always them gun toting yes. army brat wanting to be fighting in the. Oh yes, trigger. Sorry, go on. Yes, describing yes. me, describing me. <laughs> and, and I'm um, but yeah, she was so mean. <laughs> um, so I was like, kind of had a crush on her and didn't really like have crushes on girls I thought at this point in time I was mostly just like sexual with girls like I only watched Mm. porn so I was like maybe I only want to have sex with girls and I could never like date a girl so I had Mm. one friend in my friend group that I knew was bi and she was dating my best friend in the world oh my god I was gonna say his name I won't he's actually listened to this podcast and I've talked about him before and he texted me and he was like Gara how so uh she was dating my best friend in the world and they had been dating for a really long time and I knew his girlfriend was bi but I kind of would like text her sometimes and would just like ask her questions and I knew I was like getting to this point where I was like I think I'm just gonna like really have to like you know, have sex at some point, just like figure out like my brain. And that's what Mm -hmm. I told myself is like, you know what, this is an experiment. Like, I just need to like, I got to figure my shit out. I got to just like work it out. And then what what kind of questions are you texting her? Are you saying up front? Like, I think I might be by can you help me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And she and probably at this point, like some of my friends knew not all of my friends knew. I had no one like this in my life. I didn't even put these questions on the internet. I was just like, just like, in my own the new millennium (laughs) of children i know i know yeah so i um was messaging her and i was like uh yeah i think i'm just like i'm confused and she was like hey me too and i was like i remember i was like shaking it was like a sunday (laughs) i had like just gotten home from church day (laughs) it was a sign I mean, like, honestly, the fact that this was on the Lord's Day, I felt a lot of guilt around this, but it was amplified being on a Sunday. 
I'm serious. Uh, and so I was like texting her and I, God, I was like fucking shaking. And I was like, hey, do you want to just like have sex? It was like 1 p.m. And I was like, <laughs> do you want to just like have the sex? The birds are chirping. Like, <laughs> it's a beautiful day out. Like that's a good, honey, yeah. sex on a Sunday is a gift from God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> But I um, texted her and I was like, hey, do you just want to have sex? And she was like, sure, I'm at, at Paul's house. Paul's my friend. Hi, Paul. You're listening to this. He knows the story. So I, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, I was like, okay, um, do you think if like, it'd be okay if like I like came over there? And she was like, totally. I'm sure Paul would have no problem with it. I don't know where Paul was. He was off somewhere. <laughs> Poor Paul. <laughs> yeah, Paul yeah. um, is it. <laughs> um, I'd like to clarify that Paul gets it probably more than any other person that I've ever known. So good for you, Pauls. But I fucking congrats, his Paul. <laughs> but, Hi, Paul. Uh, <laughs> um, so I get in my like 2003 Mystique car, and I like uh rev to fucking the country. <laughs> so like. In, you have town, and then you have to drive 15 minutes to get to the country. And so I'm, like, driving on this, like, dirt road, just, like, trying to, like, pump myself up. I'm like, you can do this. Like, you can do this. Come on. Like, just, like, like no music. Just, like, just in silence. Just, like, okay, like, you, this will be fine. Like, you got this. So I'm, like driving pull into paul's house he has like horses so like the horses are like are like trotting up next to the car (laughs) he's like lives on a farm (laughs) so like the horses are like and the horses know they know i'm about to have gay sex they're like like, running with me and they're like you go (laughs) and so i like i like pull in get out of the car he's like five dogs the dogs all swarm me and they're like oh hell yeah you're gonna like, go have some gay sex the dog will give you <laughs> so i like walk into the house <laughs> i like i like walk into the house and i've been friends with paul for my whole life like since we were like four so i know his mom very well and i'm like walking to the, the mom, house i'm the like mom knows yeah she looks at you and she's <laughs> she, like you're about to fuck paul's girlfriend the horses told me I can feel exactly. it. <laughs> She's like, the winds are from the east. <laughs> and you know, horses, when they know they about to get in, when horses like know they about to, especially stallions, they start going. They get real happy when they see the females trotting. They start on, they on their twos, like Paul in the air, like going in and out. And that female horse just standing there like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man um so i like walk in i'm like shaking the like door i was like creaking i'm like hey i'll just call her denise right now hey denise and she's like denise denise kept keeps is a reoccurring name in our podcast that's true we should make shirts (laughs) uh so I walk in and I'm like, hey, Denise. And she's like, oh, my God, Gara, I haven't seen you in so long. Like, how are you? I'm like, I'm great. Like, thank you so much. She's like, you know, like, if you want, like, there's like peanut butter sandwiches in the fridge. I'm like, thank you so much. This is so wholesome. <laughs> yes. So I like literally like am like creeping up the stairs, like this house that I've been in a million times to hang out with my like best friend, Paul, and like go in and like. Uh, his girlfriend's like sitting in his room and his room is like oh man I feel so bad for Paul I love you Paul it's like decked out in like uh like Nintendo stuff it's like yeah. he's like a Nintendo stan oh my god just to neutralize this I had a video game like uh paraphernalia in my childhood room as well yeah I love to play video games yes yes we see um, you Paul yeah, Paul, you're in good company. <laughs> so I get in there. A, a very important part of this story is Paul has a waterbed. Um, and that is very important. 
So I, I feel like a reference is coming back to fracking. So, but uh, <laughs> let's just let's just keep going. So I'm like in the room. I'm like really not making eye contact with this girl. I feel really bad because I'm just so like embarrassed and kind of just like nervous. And she's like, "Okay, so like, do you want to like, do you want me to like go down on you?" And I was like, "Uh, yes." Wow, very yes, matter of please. fact, like that. Like, uh... yeah. Well, we were like friends, and she knew that I was kind of like, "This is only for science." <laughs> like, I'm like, "This is only to work out my." <laughs> brain <laughs> and so she, i remember this so vividly i remember like getting did you turn whole... on bill nye while you did it like yes um but i remember getting on paul's waterbed so vividly because when you get on a waterbed you kind of like shift around a little bit and i remember how uncomfortable it was and also thinking about how <laughs> stupid it was that paul had a waterbed and so i'm like laying on paul's waterbed and it's like still kind of like jiggling while she like takes my pants off i'm like oh my god and i remember she had like the Wait. longest nails yeah! like specifically the feeling of like these very long nails and i'm like laying down for the listener pants off what they, for the listener gara gestured that those nails were like a half inch long to be fair in my mind it like feeling my vagina feels felt like this long. I'm sure in real life they were like um, this Dita, long. Dita, I, Dita, tell me the uh, vocabulary for the thing that you just did. What was that? That was just very much like I feel like I have the nails on right now. <laughs> right, like, right. Yeah, when yeah, I yeah. have nails on, you just take in more of like yes, uh, like she was and she was talking about the nails, and I feel like I knew the type of nails. Right, I was right. To explain because so. the, I just want right. to make sure the listener can picture exactly what you're doing. Um, like uh, when you have long nails on, you tend to just you know. Sure. Yeah, and she was doing that to my vagina. Uh, <laughs> it's like clickety-clacking away on my vagina. So she very kindly went down on me, and I remember like just like looking up at the ceiling and just being like, where the hell am I? Like, literally my parents are at home thinking I went over to Paul's house to like hang and like play video games, and meanwhile I'm just like getting eaten out by this girl. Like, they have no idea. And I just like remember like I almost came. Was it and good? I, yeah, whoa, it was wow. really good. Yeah, and I almost came and I pulled her off and I was like, thank you. Uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> and I left and I literally was like, did the horses shake their head in shame as you walked down <laughs> yeah. the driveway? Just, like, scuffing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still on how you said thank you. <laughs> I was like, I figured it out. I love this. <laughs> You don't need to go any further. I am gay. It's like I got a few people I gotta call. Um, So true to the science of it. True to the science of it. You were like, we we've tested the thesis, uh, came back positive, and uh, we're gonna move on. We're gonna take our findings and we're gonna send them to the lab for confirmation. But thank you so much for your time. Yes. And the epilogue to this is so I like went home felt so guilty because I was Catholic and just totally ashamed. And the next day I had a family reunion and I remember the whole day we went on like a wagon ride. (laughs) And I remember the whole day I just like was like, I had lesbian sex. I had lesbian sex. I had lesbian sex. And my uncle doesn't know that. (laughs) But here's the question. Here's the question I got to ask you. Did you want more even at that moment? Oh, hell yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> hell yeah. You're on that wagon ride hoping it bounces up and down a little bit while you're thinking no. about it. You hope you hit some stones in the road. Sicko. You have flashbacks like a motherfucker. You like. <laughs> yes, but that's it. That's my that's my first gay sex experience. And shout out to Paul. Love you. Love you, buddy. Love you forever. Paul, thank you so much. Hi, Paul. Jeffrey, fuck you. <laughs> Jeffrey! <laughs> Um. Oh my God, Dita! Thank you for being here. Yeah. I'm really trying to encourage my white listeners to consume more black art. So, if I would love to encourage our listeners to go and check out all the different things that you're working on. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So you know that's uh, and and I'm gonna now I have to get into drag. This is something that I haven't. Yes. I know nothing you about. Do. Have you have you ever like watched a few episodes or a full season of Drag Race? I swear to God, that's what I'm gonna do tonight. I'm gonna do. Just I'm gonna watch. watch some... Which season should I start with? If 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 we have okay. a listener out there, I'm thinking about 
uh, Chad in uh, Indiana, uh, who is listening to this podcast. He stumbled upon it, and he's like, yes. I've never watched Dreg. What episode should that guy start? Or sorry, what season should uh, Okay, so with? truthfully, I feel like you should just start with my season. Yes, because my I, season I, was I, the first I, season. Yeah, well, I was yes. going to say the that, same like, thing. We got it popping. Like, yes. Season four was what got it popping. Say what you want. It don't matter if you want to talk all the politics or who's more famous outside of the whole thing, because then we can really go there, honey. But anyways, <laughs> like, you know, you like, pretty famous it, to it was Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. But you know what I mean? Like, season four was like it. Like, all of us are still really out here in this, like, drag game working and are visible. And yeah. we, I think, I think we, like, we set that, like, standard to, like, what well, you see all the other shows now have. Can so. I take, like, maybe 10 more minutes of your time? Yeah. You, okay. Uh, because I know we've been on for a while, but I just thought to myself, because we do have straight listeners and the straight listeners are always saying, I'm learning so much. And I'm like, mm -hmm. cool. <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is, I don't even know the questions to ask you because usually I, I like know kind of what questions they have, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. But I don't uh -huh. even know the questions to, what do you think are like the most common like people, when they when they kind of ask you like basic questions about drag, like what do you, what are the questions that you get? So I get I get all different types of questions. Like, is it obviously is it like a sexual thing? Don't ask yeah. that. Don't ask that. Um, do you? Yeah, don't ask that. Do I want to be a woman? No. Um, you know, just very much always the why of drag. You know, what does it feel like tuck? Especially if you have a great tuck. <laughs> then they like oh my god so Dina's know. smile just flashed so big there was actually like a <laughs> ching coming off of there like a little glint um, of light just <laughs> you know like they're 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 very impressed by that especially like straight cis like guys who they're not even like you know there's some who will get a little disrespectful but then there's like some who are just in awe like if you're at hamburger mary's and you're just dancing and your tuck is like literally like two inches away from their hamburger while you're just dancing and gyrating. <laughs> they're just in awe. They're like, wow. You know? And I've even said and I've said that before to like guys when I'm performing and I'm like, I know, right? Like just to kind of like because they're embarrassed, I think, from staring. But well you know, it yeah. It ranges. The questions range, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess people like conflating it with um, like your actual gender identity. Uh, this is an art form. It's a it's a it's performance art. Well, know? yeah. And especially for like my type of drag, because my type of drag is a very like like very, very strong, like black presence to it. And like my I do my drag really to represent like black women and the beauty of black women and not necessarily like all of this and that and da da da, da you know, just good entertainment and show. So, um, you know, yeah. Um, well, thank you. That This was such a great episode. I yeah. had so much, I had fun today. Yeah. yeah. I hope you did too. I did too. Good. That's so I did, great. I had I did. I had so much fun. Thank you for having me. And I wanted to also uh, just give a really quick plug to my new show that is starting today, like oh, today while oh, we're shit. filming. Oh, shoot. Uh, and it was a Queer Table. Um, I'm, it's a show I'm hosting with The Vixen. It's on YouTube. Oh, cool. And it's with it's, it's, it's super exciting. Uh, it's kind of a really fun kind of take on just questions and conversation kind of like this. And uh, we filmed it right before social uh, distancing and all that started, so we were we were able to get a few episodes in, and so I yeah the first episode will premiere today. So congratulations, uh, that's awesome. That we'll put a link in our description at Queer Table yes. on YouTube. Um, yeah. Yes. Wait, can I just quickly say just because uh, like two years ago when you hosted the show, I wanted to say this to you and I didn't, but watching Drag Race as a young closeted queer person was probably one of the most formative experiences in my Sarah, queer are you life. Gonna cry? No, I'm not cry? gonna cry. But I'm just saying Gara's, that like just for the listener, Gara's welling up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sobbing. <laughs> tears. But I I mean it mm. as a young comic, like two years ago, like having you host a show, I was like, oh my God, it's Dieter Ritz who I literally like grew up with your season of drag race. So thank you so much. It 
truly changes oh, lives. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. And oh, as an thank old you. queer <laughs> with no connection to your work whatsoever, <laughs> and I was in a really bad mood when I was at that show. Um, <laughs> I guess thanks for doing my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. I will come back anytime. <laughs> we would love to have you. Um, that was a really nice. No, moment. yeah, no, but I do it again. I tell Andy all the time, I'm like I will host another one. <laughs> you were great. Um, I'm gonna make you an offer right now. Then when our uh, so I have a monthly show, we sell out every month. Come and host my show at New York Comedy Club. I absolutely would love to. I would love to do that. When we're back, you're you're on. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Oh my god, I'm and so it excited. Pays. It pays fifty bucks. Oh, oh my god, I'll take that fifty bucks, honey. That's New York Comedy Theater, honey. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, Why not? Because a good host, a good host is the hardest. It's the hardest job. Okay, a, well, I've hosted that show thing. many a time, and uh, I think I'm. And I'm good replacing at it. you with Dita, is what I'm saying. Okay, That's well, what I'm good saying. luck, Dita. Um, also, uh, Dita, <laughs> if you like to be the youth in the sound booth, that position just opened up. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm fired. <laughs> oh yeah, now we got some shout outs to our patrons. Our patrons ma- literally make this podcast possible because every episode is still more expensive than what we make. On Twitter, we have Lizzie underscore Ofic O F F I C, and then on TikTok, we have Lex underscore Lucas, uh, and then on Instagram, we have Elaine dot King. And on TikTok again, don't at me 44. Um, And then finally on Instagram, Rosie underscore Rachel. Follow those guys because they are paying for your podcast. (laughs) 